Welcome to the Angler Hot Seat Podcast, uh, another special edition. This is Sean McNulty from the Wake Up Newsletter here at the Angler, and this is the uh, second installment of a new series of conversations I'm doing here in 2023, which uh, Janice Min thankfully gave me the simple title, but very astute, I think, of uh, why it worked. Uh, basically, after a year of headlines that uh, weren't so great, uh, things are still working in this business. And, you know, I think it's really important to take a look at what, what we can learn from the successes and not just kind of, you know, what's going wrong and what people aren't doing right, but what people are doing right. Uh, what's going wrong is probably a different podcast out there somewhere in Hollywood. But uh, today I have the pleasure of uh, Josh Greenstein agreeing to join me. He's the uh, president of Sony Sony Pictures Motion Pictures Group, uh, which today is home of the latest success story at the box office, uh, A Man Called Otto. Josh, thanks for joining and uh, congratulations. Hey, thanks for having me, Sean. Happy to be here. Uh, big weekend for you. Uh, thank you for taking a moment from, uh, you know, uh, taking a break from counting all of your box office receipts. I know that's your job one there at Sony, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I guess, I mean, just uh, what, I'm curious, what reactions are you getting from around town today? Or what, I mean, you know, just what conversations are you having that, uh, when the numbers came in here? Uh, well, you know, every, everyone is just uh, obviously thrilled, uh, you know, at Sony and and, and the filmmakers are, are, are incredibly uh, excited. And, you know, the, the, the reaction has been incredibly positive, I think, uh, also in the face of months and months and months of hearing from every corner of the industry <laughs> and world right. that adult dramas will never make it in uh, movie theaters again. Right. Um, you know, it's, it, it's very gratifying and, you know, it's, you know, you, you hear it all the time uh, until something comes along and, and oops, uh, changes the whole, the whole narrative. And, you know, it, and we actually two weekends in a row, right. You've had, uh, Last weekend, you had Jason on uh, last week, and they had an incredible yeah. success with Megan, uh, which was a, which was an incredibly fun uh, film. My family, I took my family to see it in the theater. We had a great time, but you had months and months of people talking about how you know young people, seventeen to twenty four, are done going to movies and movie theaters, right? right? And right. Uh, I think Megan um, uh, proved that that that, that was incorrect, and. Uh, and just like, you know, adult dramas in movie theaters, uh, we're, we're, we're not going to work. And, and along come, comes Auto. So uh, it's very gratifying. And, uh, and again, it just shows the, the strength and power of the theatrical movie going experience. And when you have the right movie, and uh, we certainly did with Auto, Mark Forrester did a, a tremendous job uh, with this movie, such a talented filmmaker. Uh, that that you know, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> right. I mean, in, in this movie, you know, obviously it had a, a limited kind of a New York and LA release. Then it went to about six hundred screens last weekend, and then this was the the wide release. But you know, I saw as of Wednesday, this film was oh, it's not even going to crack ten million, and you know all this kinds of track. It wasn't even like oh, it was weeks out or months out. It's like as of recently, people just weren't seeing this. And the film opened uh, just for the record uh, over fifteen million dollars. It's grossed over twenty one million so far when you include the the, the numbers from last weekend. So, uh, did you know something uh, the business did not? Were you what was your what was your point of view going into the weekend on on Thursday night and Friday? Well, look, you know, we just overall, uh, you know, at Sony, you know, we really uh, 
I've been challenging the notion that original adult-driven films don't work, right? Mm-hmm. We, 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 we do not believe in, uh, in that. You know, we, we are committed to very, you know, original adult-driven uh, pictures. You know, we've had great success recently with Woman King, yeah, yeah. Bullet, Bullet, Bullet Train, uh, Crawdads, and now Auto. Right. Um, and obviously we're, we're incredibly committed to the, uh, theatrical experience. And, you know, what we, what we saw, um, you know, first of all, our, our original release date was in, uh, December. Right. right. So what was that and, thinking of changing that to January? Yeah. W- well, you know, we, we, after screening the movie, we realized, Hey, the, you know, we have a very audience, uh, crowd pleasing uh, a film, especially after screening it for for a few times and just kind of thinking about people during the holidays. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, first of all, the the, the December was incredibly crowded. Right. Audiences are very distracted. You have you had Avatar, you had uh, people. It's kind of the, the first holiday post you know, COVID right. that people right. are kind of getting back into it. So a lot of distractions and look and holidays can be really tough on people. Right. And, yeah. you know, it, you know, so we, we thought, you know, this movie uh, would really be a perfect kind of pick me up after the holiday season for audiences. And look, and, you know, there's definitely, uh, we, we, some hard-hitting topics and, and and emotional subjects in this movie we didn't mm-hmm. shy away from but you know we really focused on that kind of hope uh, you know kind of uh y- you know hope can kind of come from where you least expect it and um and 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 i think that touched a nerve with people and you know it's that kind of classic scrooge story um and and you get to see Tom Hanks in a way you you, you really haven't seen him before. Uh, right. And and so you know we said you know January we'd have a really uh, kind of open window, and I think you know psychographically just really fit kind of what the movie and what the character was post post holiday. Um, so so we we did a kind of unusual release plan. Um, we qualified it on. December 30th, right? And right. the screen average is okay, but you have to remember where we did it, right? We only Right. This it. is what I want I want to get into this. I mean, uh, so I'm just going to jump the gun on this a little bit for you, Josh, but this weekend zero of the top 50 screens were in New York and LA. Like, you know, that's this movie and that's where you you, you launched it in limited, right? I mean, that's, you know, this movie was, you know, it plays wider, right? hundred percent. I mean, when you look at this weekend, right. And you look at the, at the, 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 the areas, the, the cities were really overperformed, you know, mm. Salt Lake city, Tampa, Minneapolis, Cleveland, huh. Indy, huh. Pitt, Fort Myers was like a hundred percent over, uh, you know, wow. Over index. Wow. and then where you look where we under indexed LA, New York, Austin, San Fran, Atlanta, the big, you know, the, the, the big cities and look, and the and the movie got sensational uh, audience response. So yep. you know, five uh, star uh, post track, a cinema score. Yep. Uh, you know, but the audience composition, you know, was sixty three percent over forty five years old, forty five percent above fifty. Right. Huh. So um, it, it skewed older, and it skewed in the middle of the country. And so you know, after having that, you know, limited. 
1230 release, right. we said, you know, this this movie is really a Heartland movie. We did giant AARP screenings. We, you know, we knew what audience was loving it. So for that second step on, um, you know, one six, we really you thought to use that more as paid uh, previews, right? And hopefully, if the right people saw it in the right environment, it'd really spur word of mouth. So we 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 opened it on six hundred screens, but we made sure we took the best, biggest houses in the middle of the country. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So so that 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 those and we did fantastic. We did over four million on those six hundred yeah. rounds, and they were the right people in the right audience. And it really helped propel us into that wide opening. Yeah, kind of proved your thesis uh, in a way that gave you more confidence going into this weekend, which if you hadn't done that, maybe wouldn't, you know, be more of a question mark on it, I guess, it gives you a nice boost of like, all right, what we thought about this is, is correct. And let's even lean more into this week of opening and with your marketing efforts, I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, bring me, bring me back a little bit in terms of the strategy on this for, for the media planning and for the marketing messaging on this uh, outside of leaning into, you know, you have Tom Hanks, obviously a big asset uh, for any movie uh, in a role that, yeah, you haven't really seen him. And I'm going to say an, an older role in a sense, it's like a little more mature, uh, you know, like is, is a, you know, uh, back to being a, a regular kind of guy, not like this hero kind of character, but you know, outside of leaning into the Tom Hanks of it all, what was your, what would you want to accent in positioning it? As you said, it deals with some real themes, but it is, you want to have that uplifting nature or uh, comedic, you know, it's dead of January. You want to go out and kind of have an, a warm experience. So what were your choices and how you positioned the film from a creative point of view? And then also your tactics to again, reach those audiences. Well, well, sure. The, you know, the, it, it certainly helps that um, that say that our philosophy at Sony is we are 100% bought in and theatrical, right? Yeah. It, so, so that really helps focus us. You know, Tony Vincent Quare's, uh overall strategy for the company uh, in in his commitment to theatrical and and then uh, being able to kind of use the platforms and uh, and and. Uh, all, all the diff all our various partners in strategic ways has really helped us tremendously. And, uh, you know, Tom Rothman and I just, you know, felt that, you know, the best way to kind of highlight this movie and this character, uh, was making him relatable, right? Mm. We can all kind of see ourselves in, in auto. Right. Uh, kind of. And you certainly haven't seen Tom Hanks in this role. Kind really of haven't. I mean, you brought that up and I'm like, I really it's really kind of a different look for him, for lack of a better term. Uh, right. A, 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 a lovable, a lovable growth. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and we had to make sure that we didn't just sell a, a, a comedy because there was no arc to that story. Also. Right. right? The, in right. the movie, right. in the movie had it. Right. He, he, he's dealing with tremendous loss trying to, uh, you know, decide whether or not he can, you know, uh, if he wants to even go on. Um, and then, you know, hope comes from incredibly unlikely places, his neighbors, his, you know, his, his relationships that he was, you know, trying to kind of push back through the whole movie. And I think, you know, that relatability really helped us 
uh, w- was kind of the core anchor of the cell. And, and obviously, I have a, an incredible team at Sony, incredible marketing distribution team, and they did a, a phenomenal job with you know specific stunts whether it's what you know i think we did an auto advent calendar for the 12 (laughs) days of christmas you know uh tom uh you know tom joined tiktok uh oh really i was was gonna ask you yeah was there a tiktok play on this one yeah (laughs) tom actually joined tiktok you know i i so we we had our aarp screenings you know we did, you know, auto New Year's resolutions that he refused to do, right? Because, right. of course, his character would never buy into uh, a New Year's, res- res- re- you know, resolution. So yeah. uh, we, we were able to kind of really lean into the arc of the character, but also um, really have fun with it. Yeah. Now, when you have an opening like this, and look, the, you know, I mean, the next two you have you have this movie, this Friday's new movie, and, and missing, but certainly a very different demographic than uh, than Otto. So, what does continuity look like for you guys in the next two weeks? What do these numbers encourage you to do that maybe you were waiting to see how it did before you decided to do, or what? You know, what's kind of the continuity look like for for a movie like this for you guys? Well, sure. I mean, for us, you know, obviously we are big believers in that theatrical window. So, you know, uh, our movies, you know, are, are yeah. minimum 45 days. Yeah, you're going to play for yeah a while. Gonna, yeah. But seeing the movie and knowing that uh, especially older audiences take time to come out and go, you know, see things in theaters, we had planned from the very beginning for a very long theatrical run for this movie. And, you know, we've got a tremendous amount of support and uh, plans, you know, in the next several weeks to continue to promote and push the film. And, you know, we're expecting a very long uh, healthy uh, run at the box office. I mean, especially with these, you know, uh, post-track scores and the um, cinema scores, you, you realize that the audiences who are seeing this movie are, are loving the movie. So uh, it's a it's a very good sign for for a long a long play run. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, I certainly saw it, you know, all over football. I mean, you know, it was a, a well, you guys spent the money on it to reach those audiences, I think is, you know, do you still continue on a, on a TV buy at this point? Or is it more just kind of other, other things you pull at this point in the marketing campaign as it goes along? Uh, we'll have a good mix, right? We'll have a good mix of TV and digital. I oh, think okay. on this film, we actually went a little stronger than we normally would on TV. You oh, know, yeah, it was uh, it was everywhere. I mean, I, yeah. know, someone who watches <laughs> keeps an eye right. on the stuff. It, it was everywhere, it, and and I think especially older audience TV is still a very viable uh, w- way to go. We we actually over over index in terms of our normal buy on things like weather, right? The weather mm. channels, yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's I, exactly I, yeah. Uh, the, the uh, news, uh, you know, kind of uh, live kind of, you know, event programming, especially for adults, uh, sports, of course. So, um, you know, we, we, we had a healthy mix, but we certainly over index percentage wise on our uh, TV buy versus our digital on this film. Gotcha. You know, and, and look, every film's very different, right? It depends well, on say, the demo. This isn't to, to missing on this Friday, so you know, what's that look like yeah. versus this, right? Right. Missing is a is a massive digital push, right? Huge TikTok, Instagram, social, all uh, all, all the digital platforms, and 
it's a different demographic, right? It's younger. It's it's the movie's theme is is all about technology and 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 being able to uh, internet uh, use the internet to sleuth and solve uh, mysteries and it really putting that in the audience's hands. So, you know, every movie, you know, you said earlier about cookie cutter. Every movie's just completely different. So the approach and the in the sell and the marketing and the distribution of the film you know, has to be customized based on, you know, what that film is and what the experience is. Yeah. I mean, uh, just a bigger, bigger picture question for you, Josh, you know, you've been, you've been at this a long time and certainly, uh, you know, it came up on the marketing side of the business, you know, besides a campaign budget, uh, you know, limitations on a, on a film, uh, you can't as much as you love to, to buy everything. You can't buy everything. Um, yeah. you know, yeah. what is your, what is your biggest challenge in selling a film now versus say 2015 or even 2012? Like, you know, you know, nothing, no, no, as the box office rules don't say the same about audiences, neither do the marketing rules. So, you know, and so what have you, uh, what are the challenges now for you in opening a film that maybe, eh, maybe it was more cookie. Was it more cookie cutter? Not, you know, that's a derogatory term per se, but a little more like plug and play versus now is a little more, uh, challenging for you or opportunistic, I guess. Sure. I, you know, there's, there's been massive changes, right? One, uh, the, the distractions people have, I mean, they've mm-hmm. got entertainment at their fingertips 24 seven and, and uh, the, the, the amount of distraction, uh, versus a uh, time like 2012 is, 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 uh, much, much higher now. And, you know, even though back then the, the creative, uh, campaigns were all very, you know, customized and, and, and right. well, it, yeah. you know, it incredibly probably overthought and overwrought <laughs> many times. Uh, As someone who worked in marketing for years. Yes, I can, you know, uh, you can it is what it is. yeah, I understand. Uh, but, but I'd say the opportunity now is the targeting, right. Is so much, uh, more specific. And with that targeting, the creative can be, um, customized to that particular demo, right? If you have a movie and you're seeing that uh, people who like surfing are more interested in the movie, you can have custom content and are able to target them, et cetera. So right. the, the, the customization, not only of the creative, but the targeting uh, and the platform uh, has become almost infinite. And it's also a real opportunity. It, 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 it keeps us on our toes and makes every campaign really unique and challenging and specific yeah uh, you know it's as you said you are theatrical the only the only real studio that is yeah you are committed 100 percent. there is no other window that you guys look at really it's you know it's interesting to not that I, you forget it but it's like it is important to note that like yeah no there's there's still uh, a big studio standing who believes in this and is doing well off of this i mean you know the woman king did very well as much as you know, it was a slower build perhaps, but I mean, a film like that, you, you know, you just, you stuck with it and that's what paid off was it wasn't made, wasn't the opening weekend per se, which it did well, but it was the campaign for the film that really is where that movie shone, you know, it came to shine, I think at the end. Right. Yeah. And, and, and look, and you, you, it did open to 19 and a half million, which we were uh, very excited, which is we very, very excited by. Uh, but the movie was fantastic. Uh, Gina is an incredible filmmaker. Um, and we, you, you know, the, the, the kind of care and the, the love we have for theatrical films, for that expression, for uh, these creators who are so talented, there is no better place to see 
a movie than in a movie theater. I mean, I, I, I can't tell you how many movies I, I start when I, when I'm at home that I don't finish because, uh, the dogs or just right. kids or distractions, or I'm on my phone, you know, that, that, the, those those the the level of films and the level of filmmakers that you know you're talking about really deserve uh, to be seen in a movie theater where you're completely engrossed, where you're not distracted, where you're sharing a communal experience, where you're seeing them on the biggest and best formats, um, and and the movies really shine. I mean, I've seen Woman King, uh, you know. I can't even tell you how many times, 10 times now. Right. And, and, and every time I see it, I, I love it more. Uh, and it's, it's just such a quality, emotional experience when you see a film like that on the big screen. Yeah. And it resonates and it lasts with audiences. And then, you know, when it, I mean, I looked at these, the Netflix numbers I look at also, and when it goes on, you have an output deal, you know, with Netflix for your, essentially your, your pay TV deal. Mm-hmm. And these films do incredibly well. I mean, Bullet Train was in the top 10 global films for them for five weeks. And that was only available in the U.S. in a handful of Southeast Asia territories. You know, I mean, and that's a film that came on five months or almost five months after the theatrical run had gone through digital sell through had gone through, you know, and and it just these films, the res, it just keeps resonating throughout the ecosystem where other models, you know, look, every film is different and it's a different challenges to it, but it it really does still mean something to audiences still, even though it's not most popular thing, you know, idea to hold out there. I feel like that gets forgotten about sometimes. A hundred percent agree with you. You know, you've got two things, you know, that make the theatrical movie going special, right? You've got the format, which is seeing a movie, in these giant screens with a group of people where you're sharing an experience that you can't replicate anywhere else. And then you've got the specific marketing campaigns for those films where you are pushing incredibly hard to make it cultural, to make it stand out. And that combination of those giant marketing campaigns to specific uh, films and the format in which it's shown create a cultural moment a cultural event and you can't replicate that anywhere else and that creates real value and not only do you see it in the box office but as you just said sean you 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 see it in uh the way these films play downstream yeah yeah well speaking of which i hope you uh don't have any summer vacation plans uh i guess you know as that you did this to yourself uh josh but you (laughs) have uh you have eight films in three months coming up this summer from uh, April through about July 4th. Uh, you have uh, 65 with Adam Driver in March, of course. Uh, then we've got, uh, starting in April, we have Pope's Exorcist with Russell Crowe, Heart of a Lion, the uh, George Foreman biopic from George Tillman Jr., uh, Love Again, a romantic uh, movie with uh, Sam Hewen and uh, Priyanka Chopra, and Celine Dion. Have you worked with Celine before, uh, Josh? This new for you, or what's? Uh... This is brand new. Very exciting. <laughs> That'll be a fun marketing launch meeting there. Uh, yes, you got the Burt Kreischer comedy, The Machine, coming out. Uh, your uh, the new partnership. That's your first legendary pick right as a part of that new deal i think or is that yes yes and and uh and that's going to be an exciting one uh i'm excited about all these films but you know josh Grode and mary parent are, are, are incredible partners and we're we're really excited about this this new deal and 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 this specific movie i think we're going to do i, I don't want to give it away yet but i think <laughs> we're going to do some very uh 
unique uh, initiatives that, uh, that that haven't been done before in terms of uh, marketing and distribution on this one. Yeah, talk about targeted marketing. I think that's uh, a film that <laughs> certainly is very geared toward, toward all the levers, all the levers you can now pull in in twenty twenty three. And for the legendary Absolutely. stuff, do you, so you for the marketing, is that more on your end with the marketing, or how does that? I'm just curious how that kind of relationship you, works you, with someone like a legendary new guys. Sure. Yeah, it, it's it's a great partnership, right? They are. Uh, it, it's. They, they they market and distribute through uh, through our teams here at Sony, but we're, we're partners, so they're involved in every step of the way, and uh, and we're just having a blast. Yeah, that's a good fun pick to kick off, and then you you know yeah. then <laughs> then Spider Man's back uh, in June with uh, Across the Spider Verse, and you got uh, Jennifer Lawrence, which I'm excited. No hard feelings, which I'm uh, personally you know I'm glad to see an R-rated comedy. You guys are. Come, you know, you had good boys, you know, right? You know, they're, I mean, yeah. they did well at the box office and did really well when you look back at those numbers. And, you know, that again, an audience, another rule that's out there that these movies don't work anymore and people don't want to see them. And I'm like, I, you know, I just feel like you get the right movie, the right star. And Jennifer Lawrence in an R rated comedy just seems like that's, you know, <laughs> I haven't seen a thing on it. I have no idea what it's about, but I'm like, I, I'm yeah, with it sounds you. like fun. I, I, mean, I don't know. I'm, I, but I'm by, I already bought a ticket. <laughs> Even if I wasn't working on it, I, I would. And, and, and the movie just, it's just so funny. It's hilarious. You know, but again, I think that goes kind of back to Tom Rothman's kind of strategy of we're, we're making movies for everybody, right? Like you said, uh, R-rated comedies, uh, animation, superhero films, uh, original adult uh, dramas, original adult action films, uh, movies based on uh, books, you know? Right. So so we're, we're really trying to... Uh, bring all audiences in in into the tent and uh that's that's what makes it exciting yeah yeah and then you've got horror insidious five coming out you know and then uh, july's back in horror too so still absolutely a, a, a insidious five too. yeah you 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 got it exactly right uh and then you have a, then you get a small break and then you have three films in the last four weeks to end summer. You do know you can release films in the fall, Josh, right? You, 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 you do know that? Or is that, do you get a, do you get a bonus if you put out so many films before uh, August 31st or what? Hey, we got, we got some great ones in the fall. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> oh, is there don't, more? Okay. I didn't wait, look past wait, that. Don't, so. don't forget. We got, you know, we've got Gran Turismo in August. We've got Equalizer right. on right. Labor Day, right? Yeah. We, you know, we've got uh, Craven in October, and we, 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 we'll, we'll be plenty. Believe me, we'll be plenty busy. I'm, and by the way, I'm thrilled to be busy. It's it's right. good to. Uh, we're all uh, very happy to be busy and and making and releasing movies again. This is this is what we love to do, and uh, it, it's it's incredibly gratifying. Yeah. Well, Josh, you know, congratulations. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm heartens me to see this film do well. My mom loved it. She went out this weekend and saw it. FYI. So she lives in oh, Jersey. Great. So, you know, I love that the New York, New York, New York tri-state tri area contingent. So I love it. My, you know, my mom still goes to see every movie that uh, I'm involved with on oh. weekend. It's, it's wow. great. She lives in Connecticut. Uh, shout out to uh, my mom, Paula. Thanks for the support. Uh, and I want to thank your mom for, uh, for, for the support also. Wait, will she be going uh, to see Insidious Five? I don't know, but is that you know? Surprisingly, really? yes. Yeah? Every okay. single one of them. 
<laughs> I'm sure she gives you a fun uh, a fun post post movie uh, wrap up of the review, but I'll leave that between the two of you. So, exactly. um, but uh, congratulations again. Uh, good luck with missing this Friday, and you know maybe uh, said this if uh, I said no hard feelings. The Jennifer Lawrence uh, comedy is in my heart, so maybe we'll have you back on this summer to talk about uh, hopefully the return of the Arbiter comedy that was also uh, thought to be in the in the dustbin at some point. <laughs> I, I, I'm planning on it. So, <laughs> so thanks, John. I re- really appreciate you taking the time. All right, thanks, John. Okay.